Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Here we are. Here we are. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Man to Man Pot. It is January 12th, 2023. Damn, already 12 days into the new year. And obviously, we got the most important NFL football ahead of us. I'm on half of the Man to Man Pod, Darius Butler. My co-host, Antoine Mathay, um is on the move today, so he won't be in. Um, we got a lot to talk about. I miss y'all on Monday, too. Uh, part of what we have to talk about was out in L.A. with the boys, with Pat and the boys, um, doing an on-field mega cast for the national championship, which which obviously a slaughter, a route match. Georgia TCU. We'll talk about a little bit on the other side, obviously, in the show. Um, a lot of big games, the biggest games to talk about the NFL playoffs. The table is set, the brackets are set, NFC side, AFC side. Obviously, I'll be putting together some uh, same game parlays and some bets for the weekend. Um, but man, we had an incredible uh, college football season, you know, kind of ended ugly, but great college football season. Um, it's been a pretty good, a pretty unpredictable NFL football season. So we're going to get into these matchups and I'm sure these playoffs will be absolutely um, crazy on both sides. Um, as you can see, I'm an indie in the Thunderdome as I am or have been every Thursday. Um, it's been a long season, but at the same time, it's, it's flown by. We got to enjoy, we got to enjoy these last few weeks. We got a good, what, month? We got a good month. January 12th, literally a good month in a couple days of football. And it will be in the offseason. We'll be talking basketball. We'll be talking F1. We'll be talking all kind of other shit. We got to enjoy this time, man. Um, some other things we're going to get to. Obviously, the Mega Cast, some head coaching vacancies already five will there be more after some potential early playoff exits we shall see um obviously a lot of people are coveting certain head coaches out there we got a couple interim head coaches um we'll get a full look in the offseason obviously jeff saturday and in indy steve wilkes in carolina um so obviously get your input See how y'all feel about those jobs. And I'll take some questions, too. I'll take some questions uh, at some point as well. And obviously, this podcast, The Man to Man Pod, is brought to you by FanDuel. FanDuel Sportsbook, America's number one sportsbook. The official sportsbook partner of the NFL as well, man. Um, let me know in the comments, too, if there's anything else y'all want to get to, y'all want to talk about on this beautiful Thursday morning, but um, if not, hey, I'll see y'all on the other side. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Actually, hey, Tone, here's something. I'm sending you something over right now. 
because I just got some breaking news from my offseason. It's early in the offseason, too. Just talked about – I'd be talking about some F1. You know, AB here ain't here today, so, you know, I'm going to get some of this F1 talk off. Um, they just announced – oh, come on, I got to go through. They just announced – Sitting on WhatsApp, they just announced their drop when they're dropping season five, and I can't wait. Sorry about this. Hold on, gotta send it, gotta send it, gotta send it. There we go. All right, but that's the off season. Let's talk about the postseason, baby. NFL is here. It's when the games count most. Is what we is is what we did all, all year for playing through the injuries. You fire coaches, you hire, you trade it quarterbacks you moved other got other guys up geno smith great season out there in the nfc west first matchup we're gonna get to is this seattle seahawks san francisco 49er matchups now uh the 49ers a lot of people looked at their roster preseason and saw a really really good roster huge question market quarterback with trey lance coming into the season being the guy Jimmy G being re-signed late to be the backup. Obviously, Trey Lance goes down. Jimmy G comes in. Jimmy G gets hurt against the Dolphins. Weeks back, what's this, six weeks ago now? Six, seven weeks? Brock Purdy steps in, mystery relevant, and does his thing. He's been balling ever since. Brock Purdy got the boys rolling. They're at home as nine-and-a-half-point favorites. Actually, before we get to this particular matchup, let's put the whole bracket up there, the whole playoff bracket. Let's see all these matchups real quick on the NFC and on the AFC side. So let's start with the – I'll start with the AFC. Now, obviously, you know, if you're a real football fan, you know these matchups. We're going to talk about them anyway, though, to remind you. AFC side, you got – um, first of all, you got Philly and – Kansas City Chiefs, they are the one seeds on each side, so they'll have bye weeks. And then the matchups, AFC, Baltimore Ravens, Cincinnati Bengals, divisional matchups. You got the Miami Dolphins, Buffalo Bills, more divisional matchups. And then you got the Chargers, Jaguars, two young quarterbacks, a lot, a lot of potential, obviously a lot of talent, a lot of question marks, especially when it comes to postseason success. What can they be? Big moment for both of them. Both of their postseason debuts, second year and third year quarterback with Trevor Lawrence and Justin Herbert. On the NFC side, once again, Philly with the bye week. The New York Giants versus the Minnesota Vikings. Rematch from week 16. The Vikings won in dramatic fashion. 61-yard field goal at the buzzer for the gusto. They beat the Giants. Um, they'll be facing off again in the Seattle Seahawks at the San Francisco 49ers. And then you got the Dallas Cowboys at the Tampa Bay Bucks for Monday Night Football, which will wrap up Super Wild Card Weekend. NFL Wild Card Weekend is here. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150 in free bets guaranteed when you place your first $5 bet. All right? Just sign up with the promo code M2MLIVE. That's the number two, M2MLIVE. FanDuel has all of your favorite bets from betting the money line to point spreads to player props. Plus, you can even combine your bets for a chance at a bigger payout 
with the same game parlay. That happens to be my favorite. All on an app that's safe, secure, and super easy to use. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150 in free bets. Win or lose. With promo code, all right, listen now, M2M Live. Make every moment more with FanDuel, official sportsbook partner of the NFL. Let's get back to this first one. San Francisco 49ers at home, nine-and-a-half point favorites against the Seattle Seahawks. Now, hmm, 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 hmm. Obviously, a big spread here. Uh, a lot of people like the 49ers are going to run in these playoffs and win the Super Bowl, even with having a rookie mystery relevant at quarterback. Obviously, history would be made. Brock Purdy's already been making history. And I'm not going to overthink this one. I'm going to go with the 49ers as well. Best defense in the league they pretty much had from wire to wire. Gave up some big plays last week. I mean, this defense, just like any defense, any offense, there are plays to be made. There are play, there are you know big chunks to be had, but you got to take advantage of them when you get the opportunity. But absolute dogs on every level. Obviously, Nick Bosa um, leading that front level. Fred Warner on the second level. Um, Jimmy Ward in the back and Hufanga. Just guys, just guys, just dudes. Demar- D'Amico Ryan's been running that defense. Who will be? Who is already? a very uh, coveted head coaching prospect. Um, He already came out and said he wasn't interested in the Houston Texans job uh, for obvious reasons. (laughs) The last two coaches that they've hired, David Cully, Lovey Smith, back-to-back one-and-dones. I mean, what are you getting? Come on. You got to give hire a coach, number one, that you truly believe in, that you truly want to see succeed, and then try to give him um, the 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 right resources to actually succeed, and then obviously you need time. You need time for a coach. You need to, time to uh, build a roster. You need time to do all those things. So back to back one and dones. D'Amico Ryan's has who was a very good player for the Houston Texans for a while has already came out and said he's not interested in that job. But these other four jobs, I'm sure, will be trying to bring him in for an interview. But he's had his defense buzzing, and for that reason along with Elijah Williams coming back in the backfield. He's healthy. Debo Samuel's healthy. They're obviously high-paid receiver. And then Brock Purdy been cooking, man. So I'm going with Brock Purdy and the 49ers to hold it down. No surprises here. I got them winning this one. I don't have them covering, though. I, I don't have them covering. I, I do believe Geno Smith, Kenneth Walker, uh, uh, DK Metcalf, Tyler Lockett, and then even on that defensive side, um, led by the Pro Bowler Quandre Diggs, another Pro Bowler rookie Tariq Woolen. Um, they did lose big time back of Jordan Brooks. I like them to cover though. I'm going Seattle plus nine and a half, so they got the points. But give me the 49ers to win this one in that NFC West. Third time, third time these teams have been facing off. We got a question from KCJ. Should Pete Carroll be in the coach of the year conversation? That's a great question. Um, that is a great question because the expectations for the Seattle Seahawks coming into this year were 
very, very low to say the least. Obviously, you trade away Russell Wilson. Uh, Bobby Wagner goes on to plays with the Rams. Um, <laughs> you got like – so there were no – everybody expected this team to win five, six, maybe seven games. Um, nobody had expectations for Geno Smith. Um, but Geno Smith, obviously you got to bet on yourself. He went out there and bet on himself. AB always says it, bet on himself, went out there and balled out. Had a couple great sayings this year too. Um, but only because of all of the early success. Pete Carroll's been around a while. He's been around this league a while, won a Super Bowl in this league. Um, all of these coaches that have come in and had early success. I think we got five first-year coaches not first-time coaches, but first-year coaches that are in the playoffs um, this year. We got um, KOC in Minnesota. We have Todd Bowles in Tampa. Uh, we have Doug Peterson in Jacksonville. We have um, – let me think, let me think. Nope, not them, not them. Mike McDaniel in Miami. And then there's one more. So a lot of yeah, let me see. Oh, Brian Dayball in New York. So once again, so Brian Dayball, Brian Dayball, another team, New York Giants, who've been, he'll probably be my he might be my favorite right now. Coach, yeah. Brian Dayball, KOC and uh Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota. You know, obviously a lot of people are out on them, but they've had a, a great year. You look at their record, won that NFC North. Nobody had them. Well, not many people had them doing that. A talented roster, KLC took over. Um, but I think he still outperformed expectations. So give me one of those first-year coaches. So Pete Carroll, no. Great year, a great coaching job. One of probably his best coaching jobs in his long career. But I can't give him – I can't get an old guy the nod over these young guys. It's something to be said about these young guys first year with a team and taking them to new heights. So right now, give me Brian Dayball. I get those brands up at the 10 up. Give me Brian Dayball um, right now as my coach of the year. I'm interested to see how that game goes too. Giants, Vikings, that's a, once again came to a kick as time expired to win it uh, or overtime to win it. Give me that one. Anyway, let's get to the next matchup on Saturday. It's a good thing about having a lot of teams you root for. Huh? It's a good thing about having a lot of teams that you root for. If you're new here, my teams, L.A. Chargers, Philadelphia Eagles, Miami Dolphins, and obviously my Indianapolis Colts. Now, Miami Dolphins, that's lifetime fandom, South Florida kid. Indianapolis Colts, that's my football home. And then J uh, Jalen Hurts made me a fan of the Eagles. And um, Justin Herbert made me a fan of the Chargers. So those are my four squads that I root for. And here we, got, here we go. We got L.A. Chargers in the playoffs finally. Justin Herbert's third year. He's making his playoff debut and they'll be at the Jacksonville Jaguars. So long trip, long trip. They're still two-and-a-half-point favorites on the road. Uh, long trip, big question mark around their star receiver, Mike Williams. Will Mike Williams play? Um, obviously, I've been singing Mike Williams' praises for a while now since 
you know, he was top pick coming out of Clemson. His only issue is can he stay healthy? You know, hurt his back last week in the final regular season game. A lot of questions about should the starters have even been playing because the Chargers had their seating locked up, blah, blah, blah. They played him. Mike got hurt. Hindsight's always 50-50, as my dog Cam would say. Uh, hopefully he can get into that game and play. Um, if he does, I like the Chargers to, hand, to handle business on the road at the Jacksonville Jaguars. Jacksonville Jaguars, though, they are obviously they whooped up on them early in the season when they met in the regular season. Um, we'll be on the road, you know, something to be said about that. And then, um, you know, Doug Peterson obviously has had a ton of playoff success winning the Super Bowl. Um, so you got Trevor Lawrence in that team rolling. If they get their run game going against this Chargers weak run defense, it could get ugly for my boys. But I'm going with the Chargers to win and and cover. I like them to win and cover the two and a half on the road with Mike Williams playing. With Mike Williams out of the lineup. I still like them to win and cover. Let me see that question, Tom. I saw one pop up. I feel like Austin Eckler is going to run wild this week. That's from Taylor 417. Hey, Austin Eckler, touchdown scoring machine, a weapon out of the backfield as a receiver. Um, now, the run game for that Chargers, I want to say worse than the league. Run game-wise, offensively and defensively. So, that 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 can be the strength, and it is playoff football, running defense, running defense. Damn. Damn, we need Mike Woods to play this week. Need Mike Woods to play, get an early lead, make the Jaguars play from behind. But this is A.B. Jaguars, man. A.B. spoke highly of these Jaguars coming into the season. Didn't have a ton of expectations for them either, which we take a peek back on those preseason um, odds to win the division. I know they were probably like plus 900, something crazy like that. But um, Jacksonville Jaguars, Trevor Lawrence's second year, Doug Peterson's first year with the team as the head coach. Unbelievable turnaround. Spent a lot of money this offseason, um, specifically with Christian Kirk. He was the one of the big talking points of this offseason, uh, one of the big catalysts to kind of send that wide receiver market to the moon. Um, he lived up to the height, ha- had a career year. Zay Jones, uh, ETN went healthy. They've all had a bunch. Ingram came over there and balled out. So shout out to them Jags, man. Should be a, it should be a good game. I'm taking my charge on the road. You know, I got to. They were my preseason Super Bowl pick. Uh, what's the next one we got? Then after this this matchup, probably get to a couple questions. Dolphins at the Bills. The Bills are now favored by 13 and a half at home. Obviously, the Dolphins got some major quarterback concerns. Tua Tungvaloa has already been ruled out. So he will not play in this wild card game against the Buffalo Bills. 13 and a half point dogs. Got we still got Teddy, Teddy two gloves. Not sure if he's gonna be able to go. We got Skyler. I think Skyler is um anticipated to make the start, which is um which is tough for us, man. We had a great, a great this is obviously one of my other teams, Miami Dolphins, lifetime fan, Dolphin. Had a great season, man. First year head coach, Mike McDaniel. He came over, he was all they they hyped him up to be. Tool was rolling in the MVP conversation. Um, against the Buffalo Bills, he suffered his first, uh, I'll call it a concussion. Um, they won't. 
but I'll call it a concussion. Suffered his first concussion at the Bills early in the season and went on had the scary, scary concussion on national TV on Thursday night football after a short week when they let him play um, against the Bengals. Our season kind of went downhill. Actually, no, he came back and still played well, but then we, we went on the ugly streak, lost to the Chargers, the Niners, the – we lost to a lot of damn teams, all right? And it got ugly. It's rough for my Dolphins fans right now, man. We either start off shitty, finish strong, start off strong, finish shitty. We just want a good season, man. Wire to wire, you know? We never got a, Lomb- a Lombardi with Marino under the center. Not too much to ask. But anyway, Bill's favorite by 13 and a half at home. <sighs> I'm taking the Bills to win this one at home. This is a big point spread, though. Um, I think my Dolphins will come out and fight. Josh Allen, been saying it all year. Unbelievable player. Great quarterback. In- incredible talent. Just make some bonehead plays, too, like in, in very inopportune situations. I think 14 interceptions this year. Not sure. Um, I want to say top five in that category, but special with his arms, special with his legs. Just got to do a better job of taking care of that ball. Um, and because of that, I think the Dolphins keep this one close. It's a big, big point spread. A lot of, a lot of these have not been covered this year. So I'm going I'm to I'm ride that trend into the playoffs. I'm going to say the Dolphins cover on the road. Bills win. Woo! All right, first three games. I feel good about it. Yeah, I feel good about it, man. How y'all feel out there? Carlos Nava, question. Is Tua going to be the quarterback next year or do they try someone else out? Uh, You know what? I think they lose this game without Tua. I think you have this whole offseason, obviously, for Tua to um, recover, fully recover, and him playing because once you start stacking these – concussions you know you let's say three in one season that's scary that's obviously when you start talking and looking and thinking about careers um and then from an organizational standpoint do you want to invest that type of money that type of capital into a quarterback who have uh who has already started sustaining those type of serious head injuries um i'd be very very careful um i'm sure they'll be evaluating him a ton he'll be be doing a lot of uh brain things where they're checking brain you know the the, the how, how quick are you where how far are you away from your baselines um all type of things they'll be monitoring with him uh hopefully this was like a i don't remember him having these issues in college like concussion issues or even early on when he played um so hopefully it's just one of those one-year freak type things and it's not like something that – because if he comes out early in the next, you know, them first three, four games maybe and get his bell rung again, it may be time to just hang it up. Um, I'm not I'm not there yet. He's missed these last, what, two weeks now? And then you go into this whole offseason. So um, hopefully Tua will be all right. I'm going to put that good energy out there, the good juju out there for Tua to – um, fully recover from these concussions and be himself and have a long, healthy, prosperous, Super Bowl winning career. I'm putting that out there, man. Just putting that out there. Need that recovery. Speaking of recovery, DeMar Hamlin, Buffalo Bills safety. 
captivated obviously the the, the sports world um with that super super scary uh, medical situation on Monday night football um against the Cincinnati Bengals um his recovery thus far has been nothing short of miraculous incredible um a great job by the athletic trainers obviously saving his life on that field administering a CPR um and anytime you see 9 minutes worth of CPR you know um you start to think the worst uh it was just a, a horrific sight. One of the games that um, probably the only time I remember an NFL game being suspended. Um, but uh, scary, scary. But he has been obviously released. I don't know if everyone's been following the updates, but if you haven't, in the last few days he's been released from the Cincinnati hospital, went to back to Buffalo, and since then has been released from the Buffalo hospital as well. Um, He's talking. He's he's neurologically there. Obviously, still a long road to recovery, but incredible, incredible story. Obviously, we are rooting for you, Demar. Um, man, that's that's a blessing for him, for his family, for everybody, um, for him to be moving and trending in that direction. I love that um, for Demar. So, sending much love from myself and from the show, from the Man to Man Pod up there to Buffalo. Um, what else we got, Tony? Good questions, comments, concerns. Hmm. Daryl Owens with uh, Boston Connor as his <laughs> profile pick. Where is, should D-Hop go next season? Hashtag M2M Live. Personally, I think I think D-Hop should stay. I think D-Hop should stay where he's at. I know he wants more money when he went to Arizona. He was, I believe, the highest paid receiver in the league. Um, and since then, that receiver market has skyrocketed. Um, so, he obviously, he's looking around. But he missed time last year with the suspension. So, that slowed his year. But he's still that dude. He's still a, a top-tier wide receiver, um, probably in that top five to ten category right now. If he had a full healthy season this year, could have. Probably still been top five. Who knows? But he's still a guy that changes the offense. Um, and he's a guy that played a lot of his career with not the greatest quarterbacks. So right now you're with Kyler Murray, who, yeah, he has his issues, but he's a very talented quarterback. Um, you're going to get a new coach. Um, and you get a new coach, but you get in a situation where it's not like a new coach. And you got to go find a quarterback in the draft, or you got to go try to find a quarterback in free agency, or go trade. You got a quarterback. And, and of these jobs, the Cardinals, the Colts, the Broncos, the Panthers, the Texans, the Cardinals easily have the best quarterback in position. Now, you can say what you want about, you know, the other things between the ears and leadership and all those things. And then when will Kyler be back fully healthy? Obviously, that's a question as well. But you got your quarterback, you already paid him, he's in his prime. Me personally, if I'm a coach, I don't think that's a bad job to take. And if I'm a wide receiver, damn sure not a bad quarterback to play with. Just got to figure things out and start winning. I'm sure D-Hop wants to win. So if there is another situation out there from a, a contender that puts the package together, um, obviously with a good quarterback in place, that's somewhere he, he could go. But if you don't have that type of situation, if I'm him, you out there in Arizona too, you know, I would stay there personally. You got a new head coach, new GM coming in. Hopefully they pick the right ones. Having Kyler, that was some news too. Kyler having input on the new head coaching hire. I found that interesting. Kind of a full, you know, 
180. Uh, you, you went from a few months ago when you signed him to the new deal, having the mandate that he had to watch a certain amount of film. And now here we are going into another offseason and he will be having input on who the head next, who the next head coach is. Now I'm not fully opposed to that because you do need obviously your ownership got to be on point, but general manager, head coach, and quarterback, those three individuals got to be on the same page. They got to be aligned. So maybe if Kyler helps pick pick one out, um, he he feels more like, hey, this is a guy that I vouch for, so I gotta make this work too. You know. Um, it'll be interesting. We'll see. We thought we all thought Cliff would work. You know, he and Cliff even had the same agent, which is um, but they didn't work. Cliff got fired ten months after signing extension, still getting paid. So, hey, great profession to be in, baby. Um, speaking of these head coaching vacancies, once again, Cardinals, Arizona Cardinals, which I would probably say is the best vacancy in my opinion. Here he goes. A Phil Yates tweet from a I'm not sure, maybe yesterday, maybe a couple of days ago. Phil Yates. At Phil Yates on Twitter, current known vacancies, head coaches, Broncos, Cardinals, Colts, Panthers, Texans, general managers that are vacant right now, the Cardinals and the Titans. You guys remember a few weeks back, fired John Robinson, offensive coordinators, commanders, Jets, Rams, Titans, defensive coordinators, the Browns and the Falcons. Shout out to Coach Dean Pease, defensive coordinator for the Falcons the last couple of years, who actually came out of retirement. Um, a few years back. And Dean Pease was my first NFL defensive coordinator. So shout out to Dean Pease and congratulations on an incredible coaching career. Um, but back to these vacancies, Cardinals, Colts, Broncos, Panthers, Texans. That's kind of how I rank them right there. Just talked about why I feel like that about the Cardinals situation. First and foremost, this is something I consider. You're in Arizona. Uh, you got a quarterback, and then hopefully you can have some input on who the GM is as well. So I think that's a good gig out there. Indianapolis coach, you got a pretty good roster. I think whoever comes in and takes that job needs to do a lot with the um, strengthening, rebuilding, whatever that culture in that in that in that building. Once again, need to get a quarterback that you can build around for the future and going forward for the present and the future. So presently, day one, week one, you got a chance and opportunity to win with that roster around them. And then you have a two, three-year plan where you can really be contending um, and winning that division, the AFC South. So Colts, um, Denver Broncos, Russell Wilson's there. Once again, a quarterback, maybe in the telling of his prime, had a terrible year by all Russell Wilson standards this year. Um, but you got owners who – you got the richest owners in the league. Um, so you obviously had a resource to do what you need to do uh, in a very competitive division. But you got a quarterback that has won and has played a long time in this league. You got some good players, good young players and veteran players on that roster to build around. Um, so you can definitely make that work. Once again, got to get a coach. And I think more so, honestly, in that situation, it's more about Russ. So something was going on with him mentally between the ears this year. It was obvious. You could turn on the, the tape and see it. He's got to get that fixed. He said he's basically going back to the drawing board in that department. So he'll get that fixed. We get the uh, Fando brand up top tone. So he'll get that fixed, um, hopefully. But once again, Russell Wilson is a champion. He's a winner. He's been a winner for a long, long time. Um, been a great uh, – 
player in the community as well off the field. And I think it will be a great leader in that locker room. Russ has always been Russ. It's just, is he winning? Is he losing? If he's winning, ah, people like him. If he's losing, ah, he's corny. He's this, he's that, he's, you know, whatever. But I'm rooting for Russ. That's third best job available, in my opinion. Carolina Panthers, I believe, is the fourth best available job. Steve Wilkes did a great job as an interim head coach coach this year i think he earned the right to be that full-time head coach down there in carolina after firing matt rule after trading away c mac trading away robbie anderson and he carried that team all the way to the end where they were playing in competitive meaningful games in december and january so i think steve wilkes earned that job and the houston texans i i mean they're not even worth giving the airtime to honestly but that would obviously be the least um. Yeah, I probably opt into being a coordinator for another year before I would take that job personally. But it is still a head coaching job in the National Football League. Uh, I believe they have some decent draft capital. Obviously, uh, moving on from Deshaun Watson, they got a lot back for that. So, um, yeah, I guess they got that going for them. But yeah, uh, those are the matchups. Uh, let's get to these. Fly. I'm gonna fly through these Sunday matchups as well. So I just picked the Saturday ones. Fly through these Sunday ones and take a take a couple questions, and then slide on out of here. Giants. Once again, this is Week 16 rematch. NFC side Giants at the Minnesota Vikings. Minnesota Vikings. Okay, the sports books giving the Vikings a little bit of love. Vikings favored by three at home against the Giants. You know what? I'm taking the Giants in this one. Two first-year head coaches. Um, a lot of question marks at that quarterback position on the NFC side. Uh, a lot of question marks with both of these quarterbacks, once again, even coming into this year. Kirk Cousins played some very good football, very good football this year. Daniel Jones played the best football of his career, um, taking care of the ball better getting the most out of his weapons. You know, he's throwing the um, Isaiah Hodgins. I believe that's his first name. Uh Richie James, Derry Slayton. Um, So not a lot of household names out there, wide receiver, uh, but played pretty damn good this year, honestly. And then Saquon, when Saquon could get going and get rolling, that offensive line is healthy, uh, which they should be. Uh, Most starters set out last week for the Giants. Will that impact their momentum? We shall see. But this is a close game. Um, Giants had every opportunity to win the first matchup in the regular season. And uh, I think they go on the road and handle business against the Vikings. Um, Vikings favorite by three. I think that's a good game to bet on prop-wise with those guys. But, um, yeah, Vikings going to have to get that run game going. And they're going to have to get after Kirk Cousins and that banged-up offensive line that's protecting them. Um, so Vikings favorite at three. I'm taking the underdog on the road to win straight up. So obviously that's Giants plus three as well. Next game, the Baltimore Ravens. This is a week. They literally just played uh, and playing again. So this would be three times. So Ravens at their divisional rival, Cincinnati Bengals. Bengals are eight and a half point favorites at home. Mind you, reminder, reminder, the Bengals, the Cincinnati Bengals are coming off of a Super Bowl appearance that no one expected last year. I believe they are plus 750 right now to win a Super Bowl. Um, you know, they beat the Chiefs 
I think, what, three times the last couple of years. Um, pretty solid on both sides of the ball defensively. And obviously, everybody knows about the weapons on offense with Joe Burrow, Jamar Chase, Tyler Boyd, T. Higgins, Hayden Hurst is back, Joe Mixon, P. Ryan. Um, some injuries across that offensive line. Uh, but Lamar Jackson did not practice yesterday. I don't believe he's going to play. Not positive about that. Not positive about that. Uh, but give me the Bengals. Give me the Bengals at home to win. And I like the Bengals to cover as well. Um, yeah, Bengals win, Bengals cover. Yeah, I like that. I like that. Next game. Do, 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 do. Cowboys <laughs> favored on the road. Now, this was at three, three or three and a half a couple of days ago, but now two and a half point favorites on the road at the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. Cowboys, another team. Uh, Dak Prescott, quarterback, not taking great care of the ball this year. 15 interceptions, 12 games, I believe. Not good. Through a pick six last week. Throwing a few pick sixes late in this season and then defensively they struggled against some very uh inexperienced quarterbacks late in the season sam howell with the commanders then he got his first start against them um why am i getting a gardner Minshew with philly gave up a bunch of yards against him so dallas cowboys defensively they have thrived off turnovers have led the nfl the last two years now, back to back in turnovers, that wasn't that hasn't been done since the seventies, where the same team leads the NFL in turnovers. Um, that's that's tough to do. Ball just got to bounce your way, but they've been aggressive. They've been hungry. They got dogs. They got guys with ball skills back there. They got a great defensive coordinator, Dan Quinn. Um, but if they don't get those turnovers. They can get eaten alive back there. Has have dealt with some injuries out there too, as well at corner. Uh, Mike Evans and Tom Brady look like they start to heat up a little bit. Had their very best, very, 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 very best game against a banged up Carolina Panthers secondary. Um, but one division in an ugly way, but got to the playoffs. They got a home playoff game. Tom Brady, a quarterback who I believe is either six or seven and zero against the Cowboys. I'm going with the old head here. I'm going with the GOAT. Um, Enco, I think they figured out a way to get a win at home as the underdog. So, Bucks win straight up. So, that's obviously Bucks plus two and a half as well. And then we're going to have a lot of questions about the Dallas Cowboy head coaching situation. Sean Payton been out there since the day he retired and stepped, or not, yeah, stepped away from the Saints job. It was connection somehow some way to this Dallas Cowboys job if Mike McCarthy goes one and done the playoffs again it'll get loud um the expectations already are out there um the national media coverage is what it is when it comes to Dallas Cowboys we all know that so it'll be loud we'll see how it goes um but I think the Bucks win and send the Cowboys on their way in the first round which would be ugly which would be ugly so Dak needs to bounce back. Obviously, we know who Dak can be on that football field. We know what that uh, running back by committee could be with uh, Zeke Elliott, with Tony Pollard, and then somebody else got to step up outside of C.D. Lamb, that receiving core, maybe T.Y. So Cowboys can pull it off, but I'm going with the Bucks here to win straight up. And obviously Bucks two and a half, plus two and a half. I think that's it for the games, right? Yeah, that's the Monday night game. Um, so that's the super wild card slate. Um, 
once again earlier in the show, talked about missing Monday's show. Um, obviously, AB held it down on Monday. Monday was a long, long day, uh, uh, an amazing day, though, an incredible day. Um, started off the new year. Literally, when the clock strike 12, when the ball dropped, I was in Atlanta for the Peach Bowl on the field covering that game, Ohio State, um, Georgia game um, in the Peach Bowl to go college football playoff to go to the national championship. Then on Monday night, we had an opportunity to do another mega cast uh, with, with, with Pat and the boys, and it was Unbelievable experience, man. Just an unbelievable experience. Something I, you know, didn't really ever think about being a part of. Um, haven't for years. Haven't really co- followed college football much. Honestly, I've just been tapped into football. I have friends and and young um, people that I know that have played college ball. So watch it here and there. But this year got much more into it. Obviously, Pat, you know, going on game day had a lot to do with that. And then the storyline's been interesting. So um, when Pat gave me the opportunity to do these mega casts with him, obviously I jumped at that opportunity. Had an incredible, um, incredible time out there. So once again, shout out to Pat. Shout out to Omaha Productions. Shout out to ESPN. Um, hell of a time. Something I will definitely remember forever. I also remember that game forever as well. It was ugly. It was ugly, and those are kind of the games, especially when you're covering them, that get ugly, get blown out, and throw them friends up, again, Tom, um, and it's blown out. That's when the coverage or whoever's talking about it matters even more when you don't have a great game unlike we were fortunate to have in that Peach Bowl. So that game was, I think, a 30-point game going into the half, so we had to make it entertaining, entertain ourselves and entertain whoever's watching as well. Actually, we had some – some numbers from that. The Megacast reportedly drew 483,000 viewers, um, which was up 206% from the Megacast that they did last year. So who knows the numbers? They're real or not, but we enjoyed it. We had fun. I hope whoever tuned in had fun as well. Um, and once again, something I will never forget. We were able to do Pat McAfee show from the stadium before that. So we got there and did the show the 9 a.m. local time, I believe. So did that show 9 to 12. Pat did game day. We chilled out. And then we did the 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 game, which came on at 7.30 Eastern time, but 4.30 local time in L.A. So it was a long, long day. Um, Pat gave we had to we had a lift a nice ride back. Pat had the jet, so we took the PJ back. So that was dope. Got in the boys did the show on Wednesday. Um, yeah, this it's been a wild week, man. But here with y'all Thursday for this super wild card man to man pod triplet mama. Congrats on those triplets. Uh, question. Who did you meet on the sidelines of the field pass that surprised you the most? Surprised? I was surprised to see Luca there. I saw Luca Doncic. Didn't meet him. Didn't really talk to him. But saw Luca there. Obviously, you know, been a Dallas Maverick. TCU been, you know, in Fort Worth. Not sure if. Yeah, I think they might have played had a game against the Clippers. So I'm sure he was out there for something else. But um, seeing Luca there, saw Jason Kidd. Didn't expect to see those. 
um, individuals on the sideline. But everybody else that I saw was, you know, either somehow connected to football, college football, one of the teams, you know, saw LT, um, Stafford, Red Rifle, RG3, you know, all these T-Bow, um, you know, a lot of people that you would expect to see um, at a big college football game. But Saban, you know, just everybody, a, a lot of a lot of people there. Um, it was L.A. The crowd, surprisingly. So when you have a national championship, you have a Super Bowl, you have a whatever, especially in uh, L.A., didn't know what to expect from that crowd. You know, in Peach Bowl, Ben in Atlanta, um, in the Mercedes-Benz uh, Stadium with Georgia playing the game. In Ohio State, obviously, I expected that to be electric. That was crazy. But I didn't expect those TCU um, and, and, and Georgia fans to have that place as as crazy as it was. The first probably quarter, half quarter, I couldn't hear shit. My, my audio box was kind of messed up, but it was so loud. It was so fucking loud in that stadium. Um, so incredible, incredible atmosphere. Um, one more time. I saw another question too. Um, we can throw a couple questions up before I get up out of here. <clears throat> question Who are your dark horse in the NFC and the AFC? Dark horse in the AFC, Los Angeles Chargers. Yes, that's correct. The Los Angeles Chargers would be my dark horse in the AFC. Bengals, I mean, they're plus 750 right now, so I think they got the third best odds. Obviously, you got the Chiefs over there, you got the Bills over there, and then the Bengals, I think, have the third best odds, which I think is slightly disrespectful for the Bengals, but I still can't consider them a dark horse since they went on a run last year. Um, so from the AFC side, I'll go with the Chargers. And then from the NFC side, can't really go with the 49ers because they can't be a dark horse. Um with that record. So I'll, I'll go with the Bucks as the NFC dark horse because they still got the old man at quarterback that's been around the block a couple times. And when it's all eggs in one basket to win one game, to win one matchup, convert a third down, a two-minute drive, convert the red zone, um, and you got an opportunity to take Tom Brady as a dark horse, I'm going to go with that one. So uh, Bucks would be the NFC dark horse. Chargers AFC Dark Horse. What we got next? Uh, Carlos Nava again. What team are you buying stock in this offseason? This offseason that didn't make the playoffs. Hmm. It's a good question. Depends on who the Raiders get at quarterback. Still big question marks. Um... Actually, no, I'm not going to answer that question yet because there's so, too, too much that has to happen this offseason. You got the Bears with all that money. You got the Colts. What are they going to do? So too early to answer that question. Obviously, we got free agency. Uh, we got the draft. We got a lot. We got head coaching, hiring. So I'm not buying stock. And I don't even know who the CEO of the team is yet. So, uh, nah, I'm, I'm going to hold off on, on buying right now. It's a recession coming around anyway, so – Bye. Bye. Bye and then hold. I ain't gonna buy right now. Ooh, it's another question. Pipe push or pause. Um, you still bullish on crypto. Man. Um yes, long term and, and not all crypto. Um from the jump. I feel like pretty much throughout I've kind of been consistent on the ones that I like. Uh, Bitcoin and Ethereum 
and I'm going to stick with them long term. Um, but yeah, all those shit coins, all the NFTs, never understood really the NFTs. Um, and uh, uh, question Would you, Pat, and the boys be open to doing coverage for the games in England next season? Uh, don't know how that would work. Uh, uh, logistically, um, so I'm gonna go with no on that. Uh, yeah, I'm gonna go with no on that. Um, and do we have the um, text real quick tone? Uh, that that thing, the last thing I sent you, uh, we got an announcement with my second favorite sport once this football season is done, less than two weeks after. Drive to Survive. Part of what got me hooked on this Formula One is F1 thing. Not not what really got me hooked. I actually went to a race. I actually watched the race first. I'm sorry. And then I caught back up. Can you put that back up real quick, Tone? Um, and then I caught back up with uh, this Formula One Drive to Survive. Didn't really get on when everybody else got on. But now season five will be debuting. I should be on in this season too because I went to a couple of races. I saw the cameras, intentionally got in front of a couple of them. Hopefully, I made the cut. But February twenty fourth, once again, less than two weeks after the NFL season, um, and less than a month before the new F one season, real season will get started. Formula One Drive to Survive season five will be debuting on Netflix, and also they got um, a golf one. Uh, 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 golf, it'll be very. Um, I actually broke this news. A lot of people don't really remember this or know this, but um, hold on, let me look for this real quick <clears throat> because this is, I think, this is going to be a dope series as well, and we'll get a lot more people into golf. Um, but they have a Formula One type, uh, a drive to survive type series coming for golf, and they'll be covered in the live tournament and also um, the PGA. As well, I uh, saw a little trailer for that. I just gotta find a damn name. If anyone else knows the name, throw it in the chat. Um, uh, maybe not. Once again, I did break that news. Full swing is what it's called, and uh, some show down the line. Once football is over, probably we'll probably get into that a little more. But that's gonna be dope, man. Thank you, appreciate that, Dylan Green. You're a real one. Uh, Trevor Thomas asked Pat to get a racing similar to the Thunderdome. All right, got you, Trevor. Um, appreciate y'all for rocking with me today, man. Uh, we will see y'all on Monday for first overreaction. Hmm, actually, what would that be named? We killed overreaction halfway through the season and made it, it is what it is Monday. And now this is playoff time. So we kind of told y'all what it was with a lot of these teams. Um, AB's been really on point this year. A lot of his calls. Um, I got three teams in the playoffs. Uh, Colts, the only one that let me down. Uh, so we'll have a lot of re uh, reactions, and um, a lot of it is it is what it is. Is Ziz <laughs> again on Monday? Uh, and we'll also be previewing that for one more time, one last time, should I say, that Cowboys Bucks game. Um, once again, Bucks at home, underdogs, two and a half points as of right now. So we'll be talking about those. We'll be recapping the weekend, super wild card weekend. I'm sure there will be some surprises. Uh, and it's going to be fun, man. I appreciate y'all uh, for rocking with us, for rocking with me today. Uh, we'll catch me. We'll catch AB. 
um, on the other side. And I hope everyone's New Year is still off to a good start. Um, if you're like me, I had to give myself a good, good pep talk in the morning. I mean, last night, I'm sorry, uh, in the mirror, cause 9, 10, 11 days in and already slacking on some of the things that I said I wouldn't slack on this year. So I had to give myself a pep talk. You know what I'm saying like, what? Well, hey, what you doing, cuz? What you doing, cuz? You said you was. Come on, man. So sometimes you got to have a pep talk with yourself off to a great day today. I hope you are as well. Get that 30 minutes in. Take care of your body. Health is wealth. Take care of your mind. Take care of your people. Check on your people. And um, hope everyone has a great weekend once again. I think AB made his picks. On Monday, maybe AB made his picks Monday. I just made my picks. Um, so keep an eye out for the graphics that we'll put out. All right, 150 free bets after a $5 real bet. Um, but check in on a new, uh, a new read. It'll be up. It'll be in FanDuel.com backslash Darius Butler. I have a same game parlay. I actually have a same game parlay with the same game parlay holidays with Pat and the boys um, with all the games this weekend. We'll have me, AJ, Foxy, Gertie, and Pat. We'll have the Seattle-San Fran game. And then um, Jags, Chargers game. I think Connor, Ty. I'm not sure who else, but it's going to be the pod doing one, the show doing one, Hammer Down doing one, and then that's Hockey Talk doing one as well. So once we get that um, that re-edited, you'll have all the details using the promo code M2MLIVE. And once again, that'll be um, obviously on the playback and on the YouTube. Um, but, yeah, I appreciate y'all again, man, for rocking with us. We'll see y'all on a Monday. Appreciate y'all, man. A doo doo. Select states first online real, real money wager only. Refund issue as a none withdrawable free bet as it expires in 14 days. Restrictions apply. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. You got a gambling problem? Call 1 800 Gambler or visit fanduel.com backslash RG. That's in Colorado, Iowa, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Pennsylvania, Illinois, and Virginia. 1 800 Next Step or text Next Step to 53342 NAZ. 1 7977 or visit ccpg.org backslash chat in Connecticut. 1 800 Visit Kansas in Kansas. 1-877-770. Stop in Louisiana and then one eight seven. 7-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369 in New York, Tennessee. Red line, all right? 1-800-889-9789 in Tennessee. 1-800-522-4700-Y only. Or visit www.1800gambler.net in West Virginia. And here goes the NFL wildcard read. That disclaimer. You can actually throw that disclaimer up just for the people to read. I know you just heard that beautiful, fast voice. But uh, NFL wildcard weekend is here. 
All right. And the easiest way to get into the playoffs is with FanDuel, America's number one sports book. New customers join today to get started with $150. That's $150 in free bets guaranteed. When you place your first $5 bet, just sign up with the promo code. You got it. M. 2M Live. All right, that's M, the number 2M Live. FanDuel has all your favorite bets from the money line and point spreads to player props. And you can even combine your bets with a chance at a bigger payout with the same game parlays. Obviously, you know those are my favorites. All on the app that's safe, super easy to use, and secure. So football fans, don't miss out. Place your first $5 bet to get $150. That's $150. And free bets, win or lose, with promo code M2M Live. Make every moment more with FanDuel, the official sports book partner of the NFL. <laughs> 